0: Nearly 60 years ago, in 1962, a new hero swung into the hearts of fans everywhere. An everyman hero who had the average problems of your high school student. Peter Parker would go on to be one of Marvel's most successful characters ever. In 2002, Tobey Maguire portrayed him in Sony Pictures' first offering in the Marvel Universe. Spider-Man? Spider-Man.
1: I mean, it doesn't have a... It's just Spider-Man.
0: It's just Spider-Man.
1: No fancy. Oh, but he's amazing, though.
0: He is amazing. Hi, I'm Jay. I'm Stacy. And this is Marvel Movie Night. This week on Marvel Movie Night, we watched 2002 Spider-Man. Uh, David Cup got writing credit. What's uh, his name? K.E.O.P.P. Cope. Sure. Um, and then, of course, Stan the Man and and Ditko got uh, writing credits as well, because you know they created Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, director was Sam Raimi.
1: Yeah. And, That's a name I've heard before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty, uh, pretty famous. Um, OK, Toby Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, William Defoe, James Franco, J.K. Simmons and like three million other faces we know all appeared in this movie.
1: Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. I think that was pretty much the end of it
0: for me. <laughs> OK. Uh. All right. Uh, favorite game of the the beginning of the podcast. How much you think they paid to make this movie?
1: And it came out in when?
0: 2002. A couple of months after Blade 2.
1: Well, I'm going to say that doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. Let's say $75 million.
0: This one had a $139 million budget.
1: Dad gum.
0: Yeah, they spent a lot of money on this movie.
1: Oh, well, you know what? That's fair because of all the uh, flying through the air with the greatest of ease. Um, pretty realistic, too, if I do say so.
0: It was pretty good, uh, graphics-wise. Yeah. Uh, it made $115 million in the opening weekend. That's it? That is more than the last four movies we talked about combined in their opening weekend.
1: Yes, but in comparison to how much it cost to make, that's not um, that great.
0: It ended up grossing four hundred and four million domestic oh, well, and eight twenty two worldwide. Wow! So by far the most successful Marvel movie yet.
1: That I fell asleep in the middle of <laughs> <laughs> almost twice.
0: So opening weekend, number one in the box office.
1: Yeah,
0: it held that position for about two and a half weeks and was finally unseated. By Episode 2 of Star Wars. Really? Yes. Now, I say unseated. Episode 2 of Star Wars... Oh,
1: you said Star Wars, not Star Trek. Yes. Star Wars.
0: Uh, Attack of the Clones or whatever.
1: Ew, Um, what? No, gross, bad.
0: That movie, Spider-Man did beat out Star Wars Episode 2 for two weeks before it overtook it.
1: Okay, well... After Princess Amidala, I told Laurel she wasn't seeing any more Star Wars movies in the theater.
0: Um, Other other movies it competed with in the theaters uh, in its first month. um, Unfaithful.
1: Good movie that you hate.
0: New Guy. uh, DJ Quall's movie. Uh, It was a decent comedy.
1: I don't think I remember that one.
0: Uh, And then the next month it had to fight against Scooby-Doo. Which one? The live-action Scooby-Doo that came out in 2002.
1: Uh, (laughs) Helpful, Jeremiah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Minority Report. Ooh. And Born Identity. Uh. Initial, uh, Initial take on the movie.
1: Okay. So, I have to be completely fair here. I've been bedridden all week. I was taking medicine to help my back, and it makes me sleepy. So I don't know if me almost falling asleep a second time during the same movie means the movie was boring. Or if it just means circumstantially <laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> it's it's um I liked it. I just kept thinking, is this movie over yet so I can go to sleep?
0: I agree that this movie has some pacing issues.
1: It's a little bit slow in a couple of
0: spots. There are some p- spots where what you would normally be asking for, you know, build more of the characters, make me care about them more. Yeah. Uh, it really felt like they just put the brakes on the movie. And Toby Maguire just didn't come across like emotional to me.
1: Well, he's not supposed to be emotional in this movie. What are you talking about? He cried six times during the movie. Well,
0: they put tears in his eyes a few times. Those yes. were his tears. I did not feel the emotion from him.
1: That's because you didn't. were tired. <laughs> Toby Maguire is a good actor. Okay, I. There, there were parts in the script that needed judging. It wasn't him. I'm telling you, no. Okay. I, I, you, we will watch a Toby Maguire movie after we record. So that you can see he's, he was exactly what I wanted him to be. He was a clean cut version of you in high school with little glasses. He was dorky. He was awkward, uh, scared to talk to Mary Jane. And that was, that was exactly what he was supposed to be. Okay. It's not like you were super animated in high school.
0: As you say, my love.
1: Well, I've got backup this time. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Little background on the character. Seeing this this is the first time we'll see Spider-Man. He debuted in 1962. His first appearance is actually in a comic book called Amazing Fantasy. It had been shortened from Amazing Adult Fantasy. This is a holdover from the last of the comics that were being written between the Golden Age and the Silver Age. When superheroes were out of vogue.
1: Yeah. Well, um, my dad was in his thirties when that came out, so I I think I've maybe seen one Spider-Man comic. My dad wasn't into him. He was an adult by the time they came out, back when, you know, adults don't read comic books.
0: Yeah. Um, after the success of the Fantastic Four, Stan and Steve did a um, a short these these were um anthology books. Mm-hmm. Um, And they did like a 12 page short that was Spider-Man's origin.
1: Well, I mean, it wouldn't have to be too long. He got bit by a spider. That's it. That's the whole story. Uh,
0: And then people loved him so much that they immediately turned around and just a couple of months later cranked out Amazing Spider-Man number one.
1: Well, I mean, that makes sense, though, because, I mean, he's literally every nerdy kid and how many nerdy boys dreamt of being super strong superhero guy so they could get the girl they want in high school specifically. Sure. I mean, it makes sense. He was popular.
0: And then one more fun fact about that first issue of amazing Spider-Man a couple of times throughout Stan Lee doesn't even get the right last name for Peter Parker. (laughs) Um, You'll have to go back and and, and read these. They're, they're amazing. Um,
1: no pun intended. <laughs> no, you told me that for the first time a couple of months ago, and I seriously cracked up. That's so funny. It, it just it just shows you, though, that his using a litter of names so that he would remember their names was for a very good reason. Oh,
0: yeah. He's notoriously bad for remembering names. Um, How do
1: you not keep like a little uh, notebook with all your trivia in it at least not everybody's as anal as i am
0: well and especially like a year after this he's got dozens of of comic books all the more reason there. to have
1: notebooks with notes
0: all right so uh diving into the walkthrough mm-hmm. the first thing i notice is that this is the first appearance of the, the marvel entertainment credit
1: i don't know what you mean
0: the where it shows the m the a the r and its comic book images flapping through
1: oh is that an exciting thing
0: it's exciting to me i don't know if it's exciting to anybody else
1: well i like that they give you a fair warning hey you're about to watch a comic book movie i like it when movies do that
0: so from from the beginning like we howard the duck is the first feature length live action marvel movie Mm okay this is probably the first marvel entertainment movie the first one that marvel put its stamp on um, X-Men is undoubtedly in a Marvel movie, but this is the first one that Marvel's got to stamp on. That's worth noting. I guess. That said, those were some long-ass opening credits.
1: Oh, holy cow, yeah. it They went on forever.
0: I mean, the, the, the webbing and the back and forth, it was cool, but...
1: Was it, though?
0: For the it was first cool five if- or six minutes.
1: Listen... And we go into the movie theater, we sit down, and I go, oh, you know what? I've just decided all of a sudden I want popcorn. Hey, Jay, go get me popcorn. And then you have to go stand out there. And that was enough time in the credits for you to get popcorn from the front and bring it back. And then you didn't miss any of the movie. That's what that was. (laughs) Because there's no reason to take that long. If they could just flash all of the credits on the screen for 30 seconds, I could read everybody's name and give everybody their individual kudos, and we can be done, and then we can start the movie. Because we just got done watching an hour's worth of dang commercials. Plus, you always make me 30 minutes early for a movie anyway. By the time I get to see the movie, we've been there for an hour already. Yeah. And I am already done. That's fair. And there are people chewing in my ear. <laughs>
0: After the the marathon of credits, Toby gives us a voiceover. Peter Parker telling us who he is and who the most important person in his world is.
1: Which is not the people that raised him?
0: No. Mary Jane.
1: Some girl he's clearly never had a conversation with.
0: Even though she lives next door and he's known her since she's nine and has loved her the whole time? Six. Six. They've
1: known each other since they were six.
0: We focus in on Mary Jane, uh, sitting with her boyfriend. And uh, Peter missed the bus. So he's chasing after it. And uh, Mary Jane gets the bus stopped. He gets on. And then we get a Forrest Gump ripoff.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly the first thing I thought of when he got on the bus.
0: Yeah, so we get the Forrest Gump ripoff. And we find out that they're they are taking a, a field trip to Columbia University.
1: Was that where that was?
0: They, that is what I wrote down. I think that's what they said.
1: You don't even trust yourself enough to to <laughs> say yes.
0: <laughs> I, um,
1: honestly, I didn't notice.
0: Harry Osborne isn't with them. His daddy's bringing him on the field trip in their fancy car
1: because this is where his daddy works, and he was going to be there anyway.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't like it. He does. He wants to be like the other kids.
1: Well, yeah. Who wouldn't be? I I mean. Who wouldn't want to be with their friends instead of riding with their dad. That's lame.
0: Yeah. But we do establish a little bit, especially when he brings Harry his backpack. We do establish a little bit of uh, of the family dynamic there. Like oh, dad's.
1: Dad's an absent dick.
0: Yeah. Overbearing and, and absentee at the same time.
1: Yeah. That's a thing.
0: Yeah. They get inside and uh, Peter's trying to take some pictures of the spider exhibit. And Flash Thompson starts bullying him.
1: Okay, so I have a question. That Yes. Sofia Vergara's future husband. Yes. Is he, is that Flash, like, somebody?
0: Yes, Flash Thompson is one of Spider-Man's oldest high school nemeses.
1: No, well, that's not, that's not what he meant. Is he going to be, like, so he's not, like, later going to be... A superhero, supervillain.
0: Yes. No, Flash Thompson, He he's the football superstar. Uh-huh. Uh, he ends up going to Vietnam.
1: Mm-hmm. This is all extraneous information.
0: Um. He is simultaneously hates Peter Parker and bullies him and treats him like trash. But he's like the number one fan of Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, that's not a big shock either. And
0: all the all the time, Peter Spider Man's swinging around. He's like, I wonder what Flash would think if he knew I was Peter Parker. Like that's a a running thing.
1: Well, that's lame.
0: Now, much later on, uh, Venom will will take over Flash Thompson for a while because Venom's a, a, a symbiote. He's a living creature. The suit, mm-hmm. right?
1: He's an alien.
0: Yes. So Flash Thompson is, is pretty wrapped up in Venom and later Anti-Venom when Eddie Brock becomes Venom. Anti-Venom. Yeah. That's just funny. Yeah. So Flash Thompson is a is a big deal. Okay. I don't know how big he ends up being in this trilogy. I don't remember.
1: Is this a trilogy? Because this really felt like a one-off.
0: Yeah. So Toby Maguire gets a trilogy. Okay. And then Andrew Garfield only got two. And the new kid uh, in the MCU's got three.
1: Really? Because it seems like it's so many more. It seems like every time I turn around, there's a new Spider-Man origin movie. This movie came off like they thought they were only making one. I swear. I swear they did not know that they were going to do more. Because they... I don't know. It just didn't...
0: So what I did appreciate... Is during the, the bullying and Peter Parker taking pictures, mm-hmm. uh, the tour guide in the background, the the scientist tour guide, she's like explaining all of Spider-Man's powers. Every bit of them. Like you can barely hear her because the kids are doing their thing.
1: Well, this is why you have closed captioning.
0: This is why you have closed captioning. But they they took all of these really cool spiders and like genetically combined them and made a super spider.
1: Did you notice that this uh, new spider looks just like Spider-Man's outfit?
0: It's very convenient,
1: yeah, well, I think it's funny because he did never see that spider. The spider bit him, but then he came up with that outfit with those same colors.
0: They made fourteen of the spiders, but Mary Jane says there's only thirteen because one of them's missing.
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, you could hear the scientists hesitate for a second, like, oh, uh, they must be working on one of them. With yeah, that's what it is. No
0: investigation, no alarms, just yeah, Mm-hmm. And Peter gets bit while he's trying to take pretty pictures of Mary Jane in front of the spiders. If there- I
1: got bitten by a spider on a field trip, there is not a single person within a 50-mile radius that wouldn't know about it.
0: Yeah, cuz it starts welling up pretty quick.
1: It is immediately grotesque. Now, I'm not I'm not scared of bugs or anything, but but they she did if he paid even a drop of attention, he knows that these spiders are a little extra, and he should have immediately. Immediately said, "Hey, I think we have a problem.
0: Found your spider.
1: I'm going to die." Yeah. Yeah, dumbass.
0: Um, but instead, we cut to Norman Osborne in Oscorp uh, showing off some, some new weaponry to a general and getting told that if his, uh, his what did he, they call them, uh, the performance enhancers. Yes. If he didn't get his performance enhancers fixed in a couple of weeks, the general was going to be happy to cut funding from Oscorp. And Norman's trying to be like, oh, we're ready. And his uh, his buddy scientist is like, now nah, we got to go back to the drawing board. People are getting overly aggressive, and uh, I don't I don't care for. Them.
1: Yeah, I feel like something was off there because when Osborne takes the serum, he's extra. Yeah. Maybe it's just his personality, all of his frustration and arrogance uh, just made it worse. But
0: yeah, I mean these. These origin stories combined are neither of them are even remotely like the origin stories for either the Green Goblin or Spider Man in the books. Genetically modified spiders and, and super serums for, uh, for soldiers. All of this is new cloth, I think. I didn't like them. I didn't like either origin story.
1: This is the only origin story I know. I mean, it's basically the same story every time.
0: After we after the general threatens Osborne, we go and we meet Uncle Ben, not May, at their house. Uncle Ben has been laid off.
1: It seems like it. At 68 years old, laid off. Not retired. Yeah. Laid off.
0: And he's going through the, the want ads and everything's a, a computer <laughs> a job.
1: Computer. Even the computers need analysts, he said.
0: That was pretty funny. Peter comes home. He's, he's looking pretty sick. Uh, he, he says he's going upstairs and going to bed. And he starts wigging out pretty hardcore. It's kind really of
1: hard to believe that his aunt wouldn't have gone upstairs to check on him.
0: Yeah, you know, simultaneously, really great Aunt May. Like she looks like Aunt May. She yeah. feels like Aunt May. But I mean, I've mentioned before, I'm I'm in the the sixties and seventies. Right now, I'm reading the original book.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the Aunt May you showed me in the comic book looked like she was about 90 million years old. And she's
0: very doting. Like she, every waking thought is about poor little Peter who can't handle anything and he needs to be taken care of.
1: Well, he's weak and he's an orphan.
0: Yeah. Can
1: they ever tell us why he's an orphan? Yes. And?
0: His parents are
1: don't don't tell me he's an orphan because his parents are dead,
0: Jeremiah. Um, there's some mysterious reason why his parents are dead. Okay. Possibly Osborne's fault.
1: Of course. I mean, it it would be a comic book if it wasn't. Yeah. Super soap opera.
0: Yeah. When Peter, when uh, Toby McGuire takes off his shirt and we see his his scrawny little weakling chest. Yeah. He did an interview later where he wanted everybody to know that that was not his chest in that scene.
1: I called BS. It's so much more uh, believable that that was his body and the rest of the whole movie was CGI. <laughs> <laughs> no way he looks like the other version.
0: Um, we we have did a, look
1: pretty sickly though.
0: We have a quick shot of some Doctor Who level DNA graphics while uh, Spider, Spider-Man, while Peter <laughs> Parker's transforming. Those were not uh, hundred and thirty-nine million dollar DNA graphics. You know
1: what? I didn't even notice. I didn't. I didn't see it. I swear to God, I was looking. I was drifting a little bit. I'm not even kidding. That medicine made me so tired.
0: And then we cut to Norman Osborne deciding to be the first human trial of his performance enhancement. Well,
1: this is nothing new.
0: No, his little buddy is like, "No, we can't do this just yet." Norman kind of bullies him into strapping them in now the functionality of that thing like that gas chamber first off is huge yeah probably a respirator would have worked better
1: yeah but it wouldn't have looked as cool
0: and also like they strap them to the table and the table slides in and stands up Mm -hmm. but there's a door (laughs) you could have just walked in the door strapped onto the table
1: or or hear me out they could have just injected him.
0: Yeah, this that whole thing, I
1: it just looked cool, Jay. No. Don't, one... don't you understand how <laughs> comic book movies work? <laughs> it looked really neat. It was all science-y and stuff.
0: But his heartbeat goes through the roof.
1: Actually, I would just like to point out that his highest heartbeat heart rate that they showed on there is still not my peak level heart rate, and I was unimpressed. <laughs>
0: He almost dies. Uh, Dude pounds on his chest a little bit.
1: He doesn't almost die. Like how many movies have we seen where someone takes a medicine or something and they're completely inanimate for 30 seconds, long enough for, for you to go, oh, shit, he's dead. And then all of a sudden they take a deep breath. And make a big deal about waking up. It's the same thing we've seen a million times.
0: Well, the big deal he made about waking up was throwing a dude through a a freaking glass wall and into the lab equipment.
1: Yeah. So what did they really change about this guy? (laughs) They didn't give him performance enhancing drugs. They just took away his inhibitions. Because I feel like this is just what he wanted to do all along.
0: He raged a little bit there. He
1: was seething at the guy the whole time anyway. So I don't see how this is any different. But whatever. This is... (laughs) I mean, we've seen this same thing. This is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. This is, um, you know, Kevin Bacon in Hollow Man did the same thing and almost died. Good movie, but.
0: Yeah, at this point, it is kind of tropey.
1: It is. Well, I mean, even in real life, it's tropey.
0: Um, and then Peter wakes up. Um, his glasses don't work anymore. wish He's, I
1: could wake up like that one day.
0: His, uh, his chest has some definition now. Mm-hmm.
1: is there a spider in the corner I need to see if this works
0: <laughs> he's uh, he's feeling pretty good he's bouncing down the stairs and shit
1: oh yeah he, he was pretty perky, wasn't he
0: he all but yelled parkour coming down those stairs
1: <laughs> <laughs> listen you can't take my dope
0: and as he's coming out the front door we get a little spat between Mary Jane and her dad
1: a little spat
0: well he's chasing her out of the house and calling her a
1: not nice things not
0: nice things Saying she's just like her mom.
1: Yeah, excuse me, but I really needed a scene where Peter Parker knocked the crap out of that guy. Seriously, we had, we got in, there should be a trigger warning on this movie because didn't you flash back a little bit to getting yelled at? Yeah. It it was, it was rough to listen to. I did not like it.
0: This is another departure from the original book. Because I don't know that we ever meet Mary Jane's parents. Uh, She is growing up with her aunt down the street as well. Hmm. And uh, Miss Watson is uh, Aunt May's bestie. Oh. And they spent almost a year worth of comment. Peter's already selling photographs to the Daily Bugle. um, And he's sweet on the Reset uh on Jonas Receptionist. Mm-hmm. And Aunt May is trying to get Peter to meet uh Mary Jane. And they spend almost a year before they ever actually put Mary Jane on panel.
1: Good and grief. by the
0: time they do, Peter's like, oh wowza. <laughs> and then by that point he's he's given up on the receptionist, uh, but he's like back and forth between her and Gwen Stacy for a while.
1: Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I've heard of Gwen Stacy, obviously, because if you Google my name, she's the first thing that pops up.
0: Gwen Stacy is very popular, and we'll meet her more in the second iteration of Spider-Man.
1: I never saw those. Matter of fact, I didn't see, I've only seen the one Tobey Maguire movie. I don't think I realized there were three of them. (laughs) (laughs) I was busy raising children. I had more important things to do. But this is why he had kids. You you get the kids to like this stuff, and then I don't have to bother with it. That worked out for you, didn't it?
0: Fair. Harry Osborne finds his dad laying on the floor. He helps him to a couch. The assistant comes in and says, hey, uh, the lab was broken into last night. Doctor, whatever the hell his name was, is dead, and they've stolen all of the uh, test weaponry.
1: Oh, he stole the mask or the suit and the um, the glider.
0: Yeah. And then we go to school. And uh, and we're
1: cutting back and forth a lot
0: here. We, we did cut back and forth a lot. Uh, they, they were packing in the buildup.
1: Yeah. I, I can't help but think this could have been written just a little bit better.
0: Maybe. Uh. Um, I mean, they were getting from Peter Parker's origin to him... Fighting the Green Goblin, they pushed through years of comic book buildup.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, nobody wants to watch all that buildup.
0: No, I mean
1: that not their certainly not their core audience.
0: Nobody wants to see him fight the Mad Thinker or the
1: the Mad Thinker. What? <laughs> I nope. I don't want to know. No, no, no tangents.
0: I mean the vultures, okay. The vulture was before the Green Goblin. I
1: cannot stand these bad guy names. It's so nuts. <laughs> like if I was a bad guy, what would my bad guy name be?
0: Well, how do you plan Sarcastic on, Mama? How do you plan on beating people up? What's what do you what's your well, what's you your know gimmick what? gonna be?
1: My my gimmick is a rolling pin, a frying pan, in my mouth.
0: Yes, the mad mama.
1: Lord have mercy! It's <laughs> so bad. The mad thinker. What are his superpowers?
0: He was a crime overlord. Like he didn't really have superpowers so much as he was Moriarty. Really good at predicting when things were going to happen.
1: Oh, that's dumb. Okay, let's let's go. I'm, we're not fighting psychics here. We've got <laughs> we've uh, got wrestling to get to.
0: Yeah. So they cut to the cafeteria. Uh, Mary Jane slips in some orange juice. And we have a cute little thing where he catches her.
1: For half a second, I thought he was daydreaming.
0: He he catches her and her tray and all of her stuff on the tray.
1: Yeah. I thought he was daydreaming for half a second. Yeah. You know, the problem with little nerdy boys that are adorable and smart. He did not notice the entire movie. She was eyeballing him the whole time. The kid's an idiot. I knew an idiot like that in high school. Just completely oblivious batting your eyes grinning giggling at his stupid jokes nothing
0: you know what i don't have to take this
1: (laughs) you're already home
0: (laughs) but then peter after after the cute little moment where he saves mary jane peter starts uh making webs come out of his wrists
1: yeah um that would be upsetting
0: also not in keeping with the comic book but we're we're
1: Okay, but why is it not in keeping with the comic book? It makes so much more sense that he got bitten by a spider and he starts having spider abilities. Yes, I mean nobody wants to see him shooting web out of his
0: butt. No, but he makes web fluid canisters and yeah, but a that's device and they
1: can run out.
0: They do quite frequently, right? Yes,
1: out. and that's dumb it's better if he if they're built in. It makes more sense. It's really really dumb for him to be able to climb walls and and well, if he doesn't have the webs, what else? He's strong and he can sense when something bad is about to happen and 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 that's it.
0: He is super agile. He has the proportionate strength of a spider. He has the spidey sense or the Peter tingles if you've watched the MCU. No. And He heals pretty quickly.
1: Really? I didn't see that.
0: Uh, Yeah. he In
1: the movie. I didn't see It's not like a
0: Wolverine healing factor, but he heals pretty quickly.
1: Okay. But without being able to fly through the air, he's not Spider-Man.
0: Well, and he can stick to the walls. But, But he creates the web so that he can swing through the air.
1: Yeah, but that's dumb. I don't like it. I think that the dude coming up with little canisters, like silly string. Where he has to constantly replenish that. Somebody's going to... If you want to know who Spider-Man is, all you have to do is find out where the web crap comes from and follow him.
0: He makes it himself, and it shows that he's a really smart scientist kid.
1: But he's a photographer.
0: He's only a photographer because that's how he gets his extra money.
1: Well, not in this movie. In this movie, he starts out being a photographer.
0: Yeah. Uh, Um...
1: He whacks the bully with the lunch tray. That was hilarious. He he whacks
0: Flash Thompson with the lunch tray, ducks out, Flash chases him into the hallway. And then we do get a kind of cool scene where Flash can't land a punt.
1: Every single nerdy boy's wet dream right here, right in front of the girl of his dreams, he knocks the crap out of the bad guy.
0: But she didn't seem very impressed by it.
1: Girls are never impressed by a guy who beats the crap out of another guy. I'm not normal girls. (laughs) <laughs> that guy was being a bully and he needed to get hit he did he needed to get hit more
0: but after after punching out Flash he freaks out skips school for the rest of the day and goes to play with his powers
1: well yeah wouldn't he's, you
0: yeah he's crawling up walls and running really fast and jumping buildings and then he starts playing with his webbing mm-hmm. now yeah he's playing with his new powers so much that he's late getting home to help paint, yeah, um,
1: yeah, he was supposed to help his uncle, and then he totally ditched him. I mean, to be fair, it's understandable. He was a little preoccupied,
0: yeah, but it does set up a little tension between them uh, for later.
1: not much tension though, because because his aunt and uncle, Clearly love him unconditionally. Yeah. And they weren't upset at him uh, because they left him a note that said, hey, there's dinner in the fridge for you. Love you. You know?
0: Yeah, there's, that's fair.
1: They weren't mad at him. It wouldn't like if, you know, if one of our kids were supposed to be home to help us do a big deal thing and then they just didn't come back. I would be out looking for them. Much different uh, parenting
0: style here. than uh, no, it's...
1: So I don't think it really did. That tension all came from Peter later. That was all him. Okay. His uncle was not upset at him.
0: But it does give us a scene in the backyard where uh, he hears MJ fighting with her dad again. Again. Um, She comes out the back door and they have a a mini tender moment.
1: Was he screaming at her mom too?
0: I thought so. Uh,
1: Yeah, I thought that was the mom in the window.
0: But it wasn't clear. I mean, our screen's big, but it's apparently not big enough. (laughs) It wasn't.
1: Don't, Don't even start that.
0: It wasn't clear. And. Like, there are times during that where I think it was the mom, and then there are times where I think the mom is completely gone it's just a shitty dad. Again, none of this is, is pulled out of the comics, so I don't know what they were going for.
1: I swear that was... I thought it was a mom. He was talking to her, even an abusive man, he was talking to her like she was an adult woman and not his daughter. Yeah. And I'm like, who the hell? I mean... I don't know. I just assumed it was the wife inside the house and then she was stomping out to get away from them.
0: But she just wants to leave Queens and move into the city and be an actress. That's that's all she wants. She can't wait until graduation. And then uh, Flash shows up in a fancy car and takes off. And she takes off with him. So this prompts Peter the next morning to be digging through the, the classifieds looking at cars he can't afford. Yeah. And he stumbles on an advertisement that if you can uh, go three minutes in the ring, uh, you can get $3,000. So
1: Which apparently there's fine print there that he missed.
0: Yeah. So Did he... you
1: notice his wallpaper? No. His wallpaper looks like spiderwebs. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's like a blue background with like web-like shapes. That's cool. Yeah. I thought so.
0: So Peter lies to Uncle Ben and Aunt May and says he's going to the library.
1: I cannot hear Uncle Ben without thinking Rice. It bugged me the whole movie. Seriously. They they couldn't have called him Benjamin or something. <laughs> or Benny. It drove me bonkers the whole time.
0: But Uncle Ben forces Peter to let him drive him there so he can corner him into a conversation. Yeah,
1: why didn't he talk to him while the car was moving so he had a captive audience? Yeah. This is a guy not experienced in having to talk to a teenager.
0: No, he waits until they're there before he... Yeah, the not how
1: I would have done that. No. You have to catch them while they're trapped.
0: <laughs> and they get—he um, starts to give the the most important speech in all of Marvel history. Voltaire, unacceptable. Okay, so Voltaire is a time traveler, and he stole this quote from Uncle Ben.
1: Winston Churchill said, "The price of greatness is responsibility," which I think sounds much better. Sorry, Voltaire. 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 Voltaire.
0: Uncle Ben. <laughs> Uh, But Peter gets shitty with him.
1: Yeah, well, I mean.
0: And then as soon as the car is around the corner, he hightails it to the wrestling ring.
1: Which, I mean, of all the things for him to be worried about, she does not care about the car. No. That's the thing guys don't realize, is if we think a car is cool, we'll get it for ourselves. We don't give a crap if you have a cool car. I don't give a crap if you have a cool car. That's your car, not mine. I mean, I don't like guys. I never, ever, ever, ever liked a guy because he had a cool car. Not one time in my whole life. And I like cars.
0: You did most of the driving when we were growing up.
1: Yeah. Um, um, we
0: get we do get three notable cameos here.
1: Oh, yeah, we do. Uh,
0: the ring announcer is Bruce Campbell.
1: Yep, he is one of my favorites.
0: Uh, the person signing people up to wrestle... Mm-hmm. Is Octavia Spencer? Yeah, and the wrestler that he has to go three minutes with is Macho Man Randy Savage.
1: Oh, is that who that was? I thought he looked familiar.
0: Yeah, the snap into a slim Jim guy.
1: <laughs> um, same guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn, he didn't age well. Good grief. <laughs> Sorry. all those slim jims did not do him any favors he looked rough
0: i'm i'm sorry mr savage please Look
1: at me bro i don't care
0: <laughs> yeah so when peter finally gets into the ring surprise it's a cage match <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay but to be fair that was cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> done dunna, dunna you just he it, it was good i liked it um he panicked. <laughs> his panic was hilarious. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> let me out of here. <laughs> Unlock the thingies.
0: I like where he's jumped up on the cage and he's holding himself up there. And, and Macho Man's like, get down here, punk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. One of his quotes, first of all, he wanted to be called the human spider. Really? <laughs> That's the best he could come up with. <laughs> He's had days. Bruce Um, Campbell
0: did not think that was a good... uh, No,
1: and he was right. But then, now Spider-Man jumps up onto the side of the cage. He looks down, um, and while he's safe, he feels all cocky and says, Nice outfit. Did your husband buy that for you? Now, my question is, this is 2002. So we're still in the era of people using gay as a, a derogatory term. Was that a homophobic phrase? Was he saying you're gay and that's a bad thing?
0: Yes, that was that was anti-gay trash talk is what that was. And it does not hold up.
1: Well, I mean, because if I ask somebody that now, they'd probably just say, actually, yeah, my husband did buy this for me. and it didn't, it didn't sound as bad to my ear yeah. as I think it should have.
0: It's not a highlight of the movie.
1: No, I feel like even in 2002 everybody should have known better
0: yeah but the fight happens Peter uh ends up knocking him out and then goes to get his money pretty quickly pretty quickly and dude hands him a hundred bucks
1: yeah not in the spirit of the ad there
0: no and Peter's all like a hundred you you said three thousand he's like that's if you went three minutes you knocked him out in 10 seconds so you get no he bucks. said
1: he said two minutes it was You fought him for two minutes. Now, I'm thinking, if we're going to be fair about that, right, uh, then I need $2,000. Yeah. And I wouldn't be leaving without it.
0: But Peter's all like, I need this money. And dude's like, I don't see how that's my problem. Mm -hmm. Which takes all of about 45 seconds to come back on. Because as soon as Parker walks out of there, uh, there's a robber that shows up, steals all the money, and comes running by Peter. And dude jumps out, hollering, stop him, stop him, stop. Him. Uh-huh. And Peter and, just watches him go by.
1: And Peter and I have the same thought at the same time. Uh, doesn't look like my problem.
0: Yeah, I don't see how that's my problem.
1: Which And it wasn't. That guy was an asshole to him.
0: He and was. And Peter had
1: no reason to stop him.
0: Yeah. I mean.
1: I wouldn't have either.
0: So, again, I this... probably would have gotten
1: on the elevator and said, hey, that guy owes me $3,000. You want to hook me up? minus a <laughs> 100
0: Again, this is a departure from how it happened in the comics.
1: I'm sure. Uh,
0: The the dude didn't rip Peter Parker off. He wasn't set up as as the bad guy. I think that this was changed to make Peter's decision more sympathetic.
1: I mean, it would have been sympathetic either way, I think. It's Um, not Peter's responsibility to stop crimes. He's a teenage boy. He doesn't know what he's doing. He has no idea what his whole powers are. He's under no obligation. And not only that, but even if he does have superpowers, him stopping any crimes is actually illegal.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, we went down this uh, this discussion in episode zero. I understand your point. I just am a bit more of a white hat than that.
1: So you're telling me that if you saw a bank robber come into a bank and steal a bunch of FDIC-insured bank money. You would try to stop him.
0: That is not the same thing. But if I felt like I could safely stop him, I would. Why? Because it's the right thing to do.
1: So some asshole's money gets stolen from the asshole and you're going to risk your life to to stop
0: It wouldn't have the... been a risk for him.
1: He didn't know that. The guy had a gun. He had a gun.
0: Yeah. Peter He's not bulletproof. He can shoot
1: webs. So what? Bullets are faster than webs. What's
0: the, your point? The it, There was no am I safe that went through his head at that moment. What went through his head at that moment is, ha ha, asshole, you got yours.
1: Sure, fine.
0: That's the decision he made.
1: Fine. And if you get killed stopping somebody from uh, robbing somebody? I'm going to go down to hell and I'm going to kick your fucking ass. (laughs) This is not what we do. You don't even even places where you work, where they have money like that, like at the gas station when I worked at uh, the quick shop. They said if somebody comes in and tries to take the money, you just hand it to them. The most important thing is that you live through it. You don't don't fight back unless they're trying to take you to a secondary location, in which case you die fighting.
0: Unless, of course, you've got superpowers.
1: He doesn't. He's not Superman. And you know how I know this? His aunt told him so. (laughs) He's not Superman. He's not bulletproof. He had no obligation to stop the guy. And he was actually obligated to get the hell out of the way and keep himself alive. He's just a little boy. Period. And I will not accept any arguments.
0: Okay. No more arguments. Well, we end up seeing the immediate after effects pretty quickly. Because Peter catches up to where he's supposed to be meeting Uncle Ben and finds him shot in the street.
1: And um I guarantee you that Uncle Ben got shot because he didn't just give the guy the car. You know he argued. Oh no, that's my car.
0: Um, but Peter hears the uh the cop chatter on over the radio. They're chasing the bad guy through the street, and uh, he uses his uh his spidey powers to chase after him.
1: This is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I I I wanna point out that this early webbing that he's doing mm-hmm. it looks very awkward and gangly like he's he's barely making the turns and he's oh
1: well yeah because he, he's never done it before yes it makes um, absolute sense
0: both the practice swinging he did earlier and this this one too there was a lot of the swinging dynamics were very
1: it was perfect The way he when he first took off and he almost hit the wall again and he was like, oh, shit. And he flung a web over there to turn himself. It was that looked it looked like what it would really look like if you were in the middle of doing that. Yeah, they Uh, did a really good job.
0: I appreciate that. He ends up chasing the guy to an abandoned building. This is cool, too. Hmm. Uh, this fight and the final fights with the Green Goblin both happened in abandoned buildings. Early in the comics, all of the superheroes, uh, all of their big fights happened in abandoned buildings or buildings that were about to be demolished. Part of it was the comics code because, you know, you can't commit a crime and not go to jail for it. Okay. Right. But they didn't want to show the superheroes like causing damage to things that mattered.
1: Oh, well, that's a novel idea.
0: So as you're reading the comics, you got to think that like half of New York City is set to be demolished at any given time. But every time they get into a fight and a building gets torn down, they're like, well, thank goodness that that building was scheduled to be demolished. They just saved people a bunch of work. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool that they called back to that uh, in this fight and the later one.
1: Yeah, they don't do that with any of the other movies that I recall.
0: No, and that becomes a theme also, is is the carnage that they're causing.
1: Yeah, it's um, always bothered me. That's why I like um, <laughs> Hancock. You know when they got all mad at him for um, tearing things apart? That's always bothered me.
0: Um, but when he finally catches, when he finally beats up the bad guy, um, bad guy takes off his mask. Peter realizes it's the kid he, or the dude he should have, he could have stopped uh, as he was running out having robbed the...
1: Uh... Yeah, but again, these were not Peter's life decisions that led to this situation.
0: No, but, I mean, without spending another six hours hashing that argument, Peter spends a moment, a, a good two or three heartbeat, yeah. wrestling with what he's going to do with this guy.
1: Oh, is that what he was doing? Because that's not how I took that.
0: Like he was... I,
1: I thought that he was just reeling and upset because... In his mind, he was the reason that Uncle Ben was dead.
0: There was that, but he was also wrestling with uh, whether or not he was going to kill him in payback.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. As I know them, superhero heroes don't really kill people. But I think back to all of the people that I've watched that I considered superheroes. They didn't kill. They didn't use guns. Even in in Buffy, like people are off limits. So. This is like a big deal.
0: Yeah, this is this is a, a crucible moment, and Peter doesn't get to make the decision because dude trips over a pipe and falls out the window.
1: Yeah, that was a lame cop out. I mean, it made I mean they made it look good and it looked realistic, but it was a real cop out on him having to decide. Yeah, whether to actually kill him or not.
0: The cops see him in the window, tell him to stop, and and he takes off.
1: Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be sticking around for that either. I mean, he didn't do anything wrong. Okay, hold on. I just wanted to point out, one, he's got sticky fingers and feet, even though he has shoes and gloves on. Uh-huh. Annoying, bad, wrong, uncool. And after Peter punches a hole in the roof of the car to get to the driver, or the, you know, the thief, half a second later, they show the top of the car and it's pristine and I thought it was funny. I mean, that's that's a frequent mistake, but it, I thought it was funny. Okay. But but that why why are his fingers sticky even with gloves on? That makes no sense.
0: Because the the reason they showed for his fingers to be sticky is not how it's explained in the comic. Um,
1: the reason his fingers are sticky is because he has those little burby wire uh, hairs. Yep,
0: that's how they explained it in the movie.
1: Uh huh. How do they explain it in the comic book? Where they don't
0: really for years. He's a spider. He can crawl on walls.
1: Then what are you saying?
0: That the movie got his spider powers wrong.
1: They explained them. Okay. When they finally, years from now, explain why he's sticky, what's the answer?
0: I, I don't remember, honestly.
1: Oh, my God. Then what are you arguing with me for? I'm not. You did.
0: I'm arguing with Sam Raimi.
1: Now listen, you are recording this conversation. You realize that, right? Yes. You were arguing with me.
0: Yeah. If his if he's able to climb walls because he's got little stickies that come out of his fingers. Uh-huh. Then having gloves would definitely inhibit that.
1: Well, why do you think spiders can climb on walls?
0: Because of spider magic.
1: <laughs> what is wrong with you? like spider magic no my god Um, really jeremiah (sighs) i just oh no it's just are you telling
0: me spiders aren't magic
1: spiders are not magic
0: then explain the one that can spell
1: you mean charlotte yes um well they have these different categories of books some are fiction and some are non-fiction. And if I'm not mistaken, Charlotte's Web is um, fiction.
0: It's not a documentary? <laughs>
1: <It's> absolutely not. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I've got to
0: rethink my entire childhood.
1: Oh, please do.
0: <laughs> but so we cut to the general. He's being escorted to some nighttime weapons testing. Why? I don't, I don't know why we're doing this exoskeleton testing at night. Were they
1: testing his high beams?
0: Apparently, but right as the best pilot in the in the uh, exoskeleton business is about to show off,
1: oh, is that what he was supposed to? Be? Yep.
0: Uh, we hear some cackling, and then some explosions.
1: I, you know, I I don't care about the green goblin.
0: Who said anything about the Green Goblin? We haven't seen him on screen yet.
1: please.
0: (laughs) Then we cut to graduation.
1: Yeah, they were cutting back and forth again, all over the place.
0: Um, We find out that Mary Jane is broken up with Flash.
1: I'm very disappointed there wasn't a giant snake.
0: Mary Jane is broken up (laughs) with Flash. Why Um, was she
1: going out with that guy in the first place? What a wiener.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Harry and Peter are going to get an apartment in the city after graduation. And then fucking asshole Norman Osborn spends more time with Peter than his own son.
1: Yeah. What was that about? I don't know. It was a little weird.
0: Hashtag bad dad.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, it was. I feel like they cut something out there. Like there was a reason why he cared about Peter at all. I don't know why Peter would even be on his radar right now.
0: No, except that he's his son's friend, and he's smarter than his son.
1: Well, but who says he's smarter than his son? We didn't. We haven't seen anything that says that.
0: Yeah, we get told Peter's getting all kinds of science achievements. He's got a science uh, uh, scholarship to college. Like Peter is a whiz.
1: Well, I mean, they those are all offhanded nobody's paying attention to them comments it's not a focus or important
0: and you know what would really help us know that peter was like super science smart Hmm. is if he like invented the web fluid he uses to swing around town oh for pete's sake let it go (laughs) um i do like the next series of scenes the crime fighting montage with street interviews built into them do you yeah, I really like that. That I, th- I think that was one of the more brilliant.
1: Oh, is that where dude says Spider Man's a wackadoo?
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. The
1: well, but there's a reason they do that. We're in New York,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and in New York, it's not really every man for himself. Here, we're part of a a group. We are a special kind of people. And wherever you go in the United States, when people hear you talk, they know you're from New York. Okay. It's it's an identity, and they are establishing that the whole city is in on this situation. Okay. Unlike other superhero movies that we have seen thus far, where the people who actually live in these places they're trashing have no agency. Fair. New York has agency. And they establish that with this scene.
0: And this scene...
1: I particularly like the wackadoo.
0: This montage ends with J. Jonah Jameson. Does it? Yes. Uh, Declaring Spider-Man a menace.
1: Oh, he's the uh, the newspaper guy.
0: Yes, the newspaper guy.
1: What? Don't look at me like that. (laughs) I, I don't remember people's names. I swear to God they didn't say his name the whole movie. You know he is because of the comic books, and I swear they didn't say his name.
0: Um. He declares Spider-Man a menace and offers money for good pictures of him.
1: That was really frustrating. His his reason for calling him a menace was ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Uh, motivation in the comic. Jonah's son is an astronaut. And rocket ship's getting ready to take off and something goes wrong. And Spider-Man actually saves his son. Okay. More people are talking about Spider-Man. Than his son. So he decides that Spider-Man caused the malfunction. Oh, for Pete's So sake. that he would have a reason to save him. So he could have glory.
1: I mean, that's ridiculous.
0: He upstaged Jameson. He's obviously a bad guy. Mm. But a lot of the things that he was saying in that Spider-Man is a menace thing. The why does he always want to run away? Why doesn't he show his face? These are Those are lines ripped straight out of the comics. Well,
1: I mean, I think anybody who thought about it for half a second would know why.
0: And then uh, we see Mary Jane coming out of a diner, putting her coat on. Parker just happens to run into her in he the street. He
1: smells her. I swear to God, he sniffed yeah. her on the air.
0: And then he's like, hey, MJ. And they, they have a nice little chat. She's embarrassed about being a waitress. Over inflates her acting career. Yeah. Uh, Until her boss comes out and yells at her that her till's a little short.
1: Yeah. And then Peter makes her feel good by saying, you know, she's doing the right thing and working hard. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Which is how somebody should feel about that.
0: I did like the line that made me know in my heart that I married my Mary Jane.
1: What do you mean?
0: The boss, even though he can't see her, says... Don't you roll your eyes at me.
1: <laughs> I find that offensive, sir. <laughs> oh, it is um, it is one of my best features.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so they agree not to tell Harry that... Uh, oh,
1: that, that she has a job.
0: That she has a job, um, which Peter's living with Harry. Mary Jane's dating them. Harry has never told Peter that Mary Jane was dating him. Yeah. So Harry knows he's doing dirt, right? Oh,
1: absolutely. Well, yeah, of course he does. He's broken the bro code and he knows it because he knows that Peter has been in love with him, er, Mary Jane, since they were six years old. He knows he's being a dickweed. Okay. Did you see it in his face?
0: Yeah, he was, that was, that was bad.
1: When, when he, when Peter sees them up on the balcony, he's like, oh. We need to hide now. Yeah. Bad Um, friend.
0: And all of his crime fighting, uh, Peter's lost his job.
1: Yeah. The job we never saw him doing? The
0: job we never saw him doing. But he was working for a Dr. Connors.
1: Okay. That means nothing to me.
0: Dr. Connors is the guy who is missing an arm. Okay. And ends up uh, creating a serum where he injects himself with lizard DNA oh, to get sake. his arm to grow back.
1: But lizards don't grow their arms back.
0: Some reptiles do.
1: No, they can grow their tails back.
0: Yeah, well, it's a comic book. Just deal with it. <laughs> Dr. Connors... That is
1: not a good excuse.
0: Dr. Connors is another on-again, off-again, really important Spider-Man bad guy.
1: I've never heard of him.
0: Ugh. What? My
1: heart. Oh, calm down. Um... He must not be that important because he's never mentioned in any of the movies.
0: Peter starts to ask Harry about Mary Jane and that relationship. uh, But Harry deflects it by trying to get his dad to offer him a job.
1: Yeah, that wasn't awkward at all. Um,
0: But Peter decides instead of working for his friend's dad, he's going to take pictures of himself as Spider-Man and sell them to...
1: This is the single greatest plan he's ever had.
0: I mean, it worked.
1: Well, I'm not being sarcastic this time. Oh, okay. Maybe it came off that way. No, it. it this, is, this is so much smarter than wrestling. I mean, he can control the environment. Uh, he can make sure that there aren't any um, wardrobe malfunctions or anything. And he'll get paid doing it. Somebody's going to get paid. It might as well be him.
0: Yeah. Like, this is a way for him to get paid to be a vigilante without, like, doing what angel did and like charging people for helping them
1: oh you mean cordelia yeah angel didn't do that that was all cordelia
0: um like
1: didn't superman also get paid to
0: you're asking the wrong i mean superman was a reporter for the daily i music, feel like or i daily feel Planets. like
1: superman also brought in pictures of himself but, uh...
0: well jimmy olsen was the photographer wasn't he
1: yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. I've seen so many different Superman shows and movies and things, though, that I
0: yeah.
1: I wouldn't be able to tell you where that was from. I thought he had somewhere. Maybe, maybe somebody will remember and can tell us.
0: Then we cut to a boardroom, and the uh, Oscorp competitor is going to buy them out with the condition that Norman Osborn is fired.
1: Shittiest thing ever. Yeah. I do not like any of this. You build a company from scratch. And then they can just take it out from under you. Yeah, apparently. I don't I don't like it. Why would you ever have a board and publicly trade anything if somebody could just take it from you?
0: I don't know. Because selling stocks raises money so that you can build your company.
1: I feel like there's a better way to do that. Probably. Not that it, it makes me feel sorry for him because I already can't stand that guy.
0: So that, that seems to trigger Norman a little bit. But we cut to Unity Day in Times Square.
1: Unity Day. That's what that was. Cause I was gonna ask, what in the holy crap are these random balloons that don't seem to go together?
0: Yeah, it was Diversity Day.
1: Okay, but it was a little bit. I feel like that Jamaican guy balloon was iffy.
0: There was a little bit of iffy going on uh,
1: with the the hairdo and.
0: Uh, yeah, Unity I Day.
1: I don't know if that holds up.
0: One of the one of the balloons was a uh, was the planet
1: yeah another one was a kangaroo and there was a lady but i couldn't quite catch what she was
0: um peter's there as a, a photographer taking pictures uh sees harry and mary jane through the viewfinder uh-huh and then right about then uh his his spider sense starts going off
1: his peter tingles his peter tingles that is the worst thing ever
0: <laughs> Ugh. Anybody who doesn't get that reference will in about a year when we get to uh, the modern Spider-Man.
1: Oh, my God. Sorry. I just realized how long we were going to be watching Marvel
0: movies.
1: (laughs) It's a good thing I love you.
0: But his Spider-Sense starts going off uh, and Green Goblin attacks um, all of the members of board in Oscorp.
1: Okay. I'm going to pause you here because I have to mention this. It's driving me flipping bonkers. The way his uniform was made. From the back. It looks like his balls are dangling.
0: The Green Goblins?
1: Did you not notice his I, giant ball sack hanging?
0: I did not notice the Green Goblins ball sack.
1: It was literally in your face. But
0: I think we've got the title of the episode.
1: Green Goblins ball sack?
0: The Green Goblins got balls.
1: <laughs> I. It was just the way that it was made from the front. It didn't look that bad. Like his cog piece wasn't outstanding. But from the rear, it was um obscene. It was, it was just as bad as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles tales, if you know that story.
0: Yeah. So there are two things to point out about this initial attack. Uh-huh. Number one, Stan the Man's in the crowd.
1: Oh, uh, for like literally a split second. But I was super excited. Yep. I saw it.
0: We saw him. He noped the fuck out. Yeah, he did. The other thing to point out is that Peter Parker... Was stock still until like the third explosion went off?
1: Yeah, what was that about?
0: I don't. That is not super fast reflexes.
1: Well, was everything sped up?
0: I don't care how sped. If Goblin's got time to throw three bombs, then fucking Spider-Man's got time to get to a phone booth.
1: Yeah, I mean at this point he's been
0: he's been fighting crime for a little while. Fighting
1: crime, and he should. Yeah. He was like in shock or something. I don't know.
0: But really, we don't see Peter moving until Mary Jane's in danger. Go figure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It seems like the only thing that gets superheroes going is girls screaming. So how do I feel about that?
0: So I did not see the testes for the Green Goblin. <laughs> but what I did see is that that costume looked like a Power Rangers film. Oh, you think so? Oh yeah. That was that was not awesome.
1: There was one point. Where I thought of the Power Rangers when they were fighting, when the right before the brick wall hit him, and he does that thing with his head the power Rangers used to do.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. I always liked like I remember liking that costume. And the only problem with it is it's really obvious who it is behind there because you can see his mouth and he has very distinctive teeth. And if you hadn't been paying attention and didn't know who he was, you would if you looked. You can see all of his eyes, and everybody should have known who that was.
0: But between trying to fight the goblin and save Mary Jane, Spider Man is is losing until he reaches up and grabs some wires out of uh, the glider, and then it goes spinning off.
1: What kind of? Why were there wires just dangling? I
0: don't know. He punched through like the the propulsion oh. system and yanked out some wires. Um, and Goblin hollers, "This isn't over." as he's flying away.
1: Yeah. It's weird. He's attacking in a strange way. Who attacks and then retreats like that when you're winning? Keep attacking. Yeah. What was his end goal?
0: To kill the board.
1: Oh, well, I mean, if he accomplished that, then no yeah. big.
0: But Peter ends up saving Mary Jane, spider slings her through the city and lands her on top of a, a building. Uh-huh. She's super into it.
1: Oh Yeah, she is enamored.
0: But then we... We cut to uh, Osborne, who seems to be dealing with some split personality problems.
1: This is very Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Um, They're two separate entities, even though he's in the same body. And he, regular, normal human him, does not have any control at all.
0: That's what it seems like.
1: Yeah, but at first he seems like he doesn't even realize that that other voice is coming from him at all. Until he starts talking to himself in the mirror. Yeah. Which, can you imagine? How dis- how disconcerting would that be? That
0: would be pretty weird. You um, can't
1: nope away from your own self. Because <laughs> normally I'd be like, no, nah, okay, bye and leave. But you you're taking you with you.
0: Yeah, this isn't really that far off from the original storyline. It's a head injury in the comics, which then another head injury makes the goblin go away and he completely forgets all about the fact that he was the goblin.
1: Well that's weird.
0: Yeah. That doesn't uh,
1: make a lot of sense either.
0: Listen, the storylines didn't uh, the the science wasn't strong in these books, but the storylines were good.
1: Well, I mean it was the sixties. It's not like not like this, the regular people's science knowledge was all that great.
0: Peter's trying to sell uh sell some of the pictures to JJ, J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. And the goblin attacks, mm-hmm. wanting to know where to find the photographer so that he can find Spider Man. And I will say this for Jonah. He stands up for Parker.
1: I was surprised that he didn't uh drop all the dimes.
0: Yeah. That that was a stiff ass spine for a man that I have absolutely no love for.
1: Yeah. I that was really unexpected.
0: Only it only a little while does he have to hold his ground because then Spider Man shows up outside the window.
1: Yeah. This is another one of those funny snarky comments that you said weren't in the movie
0: what did he say well,
1: he I... said hey kiddo let mom and dad talk for a minute will you oh okay there were there were snarky funny just not quips
0: en- just not enough
1: oh it would have been over the top if he'd done more
0: i mean maybe
1: it would have been a little bit too too much like duck tits if he'd spent every waking minute being snarky and trying to be funny that's
0: what spider-man is he's he's quippy and funny
1: And every panel,
0: he's cracking wise.
1: Well, that's written for little boys.
0: Well, by God, so is this movie. Maybe. Spider-Man shows up, gets a little quippy, and then immediately gets gassed. Like, there's no fight. The goblin just knocks him out with some gas. Takes him to a secondary location and offers him the option of joining forces. A little while later, apparently Peter's going to think about it for a while, but He catches up with Mary Jane in the street and they have time for some bad flirting. And then she goes away and uh, he sees some goons chasing her down an alleyway.
1: And then, uh, and then here is the uh, 1980s danger music. Okay. It sounds like the opening of of Seinfeld, the quirky keyboard music. Um, It's like, um, I think they're the same kind of music in um, Romancing the Stone. But it was very 80s. It had no place in a 2000-whatever, 2002 movie.
0: Peter quick changes into Spider-Man uh, without the mask, catches up to the to the ruffians uh, as they're about to do God knows what to Mary Jane and beats the tar out of them. And then she goes to talk to him and he ducks down an alleyway, presumably to put his mask back on. Yeah. And then he comes upside down to say hi to her. Mm-hmm. And then we get the iconic moment of the movie.
1: How old do you think she was in this movie?
0: The character mm-hmm. would have been 18. They just graduated high school. This is their their first year postgraduate.
1: I mean, I'm, I was not impressed by the no bra, white t-shirt, wet boob situation. Why did that need to happen?
0: Uh, I don't know. That was a little racy.
1: It was extremely racy. She was basically naked.
0: You know, normally I pull up the ratings for the movies.
1: Well, human tits aren't that different from duck tits. Um, I wouldn't think the rating would be any worse. But but those are like full on her entire boobage was visible for whole minutes. And she wasn't self-conscious about it
0: at all. PG-13. So this movie was rated harder than or, or more restrictively than Howard the Duck.
1: I have no comment. But if, if I was wearing a wet shirt like that, I I would be holding it off of me the whole time. Good boobs or no, no girl just lets them hang like that and in the rain. Come on. She doesn't seem like the gross type to not slut shaving or anything, but just do. I, yeah. didn't
0: like it. I mean, she's she's a, a, a hip uh, up and comer, free spirit, but she's not. Did you
1: just say hip?
0: Yeah, well. In the 60s and 70s, hip is...
1: Okay, but this is set in the 90s. Okay. Ish. Those are definitely 90s clothes.
0: So she's not a cool cat?
1: She would never be a cool cat. She's a girl. Cats are dudes. No. Yes.
0: Cats are girls and dogs are boys.
1: No. If someone says he's a cool cat, that means he's a cool dude. Girls are not called cats, ironically. No. No.
0: Yes. So, wet t shirt contest.
1: Upside down, smoochy booches.
0: Upside down, smoochy booches. The most iconic scene of the movie.
1: Yep. And seeing as we have tried the upside down French kiss thing, I can say with certainty it is a weird sensation. Yeah. It was not terribly pleasant. No. I feel bad for them. (laughs) I mean, seriously. Kissing a stranger in the rain upside down with your tits hanging out. It could not have been comfortable.
0: Then Spider-Man takes off.
1: It's Uh, not like that outfit's hiding much, you know. Probably needed to take off.
0: We then get a scene where Spider-Man literally saves a building, a baby from a burning building.
1: Yeah. You want to explain to me why that lady left her baby in an upstairs apartment all by itself?
0: I have no idea. Maybe she was... The the kid was sleeping and she ran downstairs to check the mail? No.
1: No, no, no. Because because she was outside. If the house is on fire, she would not have run outside. She would have run upstairs to get her kid.
0: And the fireman came in and drug her out before would, she'd go back up?
1: I would bite a motherfucker. Yeah. No. No, no, no. Bad, bad, bad. Um, I fully expected, because she was a woman outside. And she kept saying, my baby, my baby. I expected Spider-Man to come out with a cat.
0: Yeah, I did too. Because that was the
1: only acceptable answer.
0: But after literally saving a baby from a burning building, a cop shows up and tells Spider-Man he's under arrest.
1: Yeah, fuck that guy. What the hell?
0: That is the power of the media.
1: Well, it was dumb. Uh Especially when we hear a woman screaming from the building and the cop is like, oh, go save her. I would have been like, No, asshole, you do it. I'm under arrest.
0: But it's not a woman in the building. What? It's the Green Goblin.
1: What? That's ridiculous.
0: And they get a quick fight scene where Spider-Man cuts his arm and gets away.
1: Yeah. That's not... He needs a new costume designer.
0: Maybe Tony Stark can do something for him.
1: Didn't... Don't I remember... Maybe it's the newest iteration of Spider-Man, but didn't Aunt May make a cost, his costume in in a movie?
0: Maybe in a movie, uh, not in the comics. In the comics, Spider-Man, or, he makes his own costume.
1: He needs that lady from uh, The Incredibles. Yes. I don't remember her name, but you know that little cute, yes. adorable lady that doesn't take any crap from anybody.
0: And then apparently it's Thanksgiving.
1: Just, yeah, all of a sudden, we have no idea how much time is actually passing here.
0: Okay, so I mean we can we can math this a little bit, right? Thanksgiving is in November. Graduations usually happen in May.
1: May. End of May, yeah.
0: So June, July, August, September, October, November. He has been fighting crime for six months.
1: Yeah. And he's still not smart enough to cover up his own his own crimes.
0: What crimes is Peter Parker committing?
1: He cut himself. Oh, and then he didn't cover it up. Oh, I see. He's he's not being stealthy at all.
0: Yeah. So it's Thanksgiving. Aunt May has made a turkey. Both the Osborne men are going to be there. Mary Jane's there. Um, and Parker comes swinging in in his spider costume, having just fought the goblin. There's some cool hiding from them. He's stuck to the ceiling, almost drips some blood on Norman. Uh, Norman hears the blood hit the floor.
1: Yeah. Do you think that, Peter knows that he's the goblin right now. I assumed he did when he heard the um the blood because a normal human wouldn't hear blood dropping on the floor, I don't think.
0: No, I don't think he knows that Norman's uh
1: I felt like it was pretty obvious right then.
0: No, he's hiding his cut and he's trying to not get uh not be obvious, but I don't think I don't think he suspects. Do that...
1: you think he knows after dude sees his blood and then freaks out?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: You think he's that dumb?
0: Yeah, I don't think he, he makes the connection.
1: Because he says, oh, he knows who I am. Well, the only reason he would know who he was is because if he knew that.
0: He doesn't say that until later.
1: No. I... Well, he says that at the dinner table. Oh. that's He's got the blood. Uh, The Green Goblin sliced him open. Yeah. The only reason that dude would know that he was Spider-Man because of that cut is if he was the one that gave him the cut.
0: Yeah, but later on when the reveal happens, he's surprised.
1: Well, I don't know what to tell you. Hmm. It's, it, he said he knows who I am. Um, so I I'm, maybe I'm a little confused, but...
0: But after seeing the cut on Peter's arm... Norman does the math super quick and then goes full dick dad.
1: Yeah. Why did he do that? I mean, he can't even contain himself long enough uh, to to be a parent.
0: Well, that's the that's the roids. That's the performance enhancers fucking with him.
1: I feel like that was just him in the first place.
0: I mean, it's a little bit him.
1: His son hasn't noticed he's any different.
0: Yeah. Uh, where,
1: where is his wife? What? Why is that kid? and?
0: I I don't know. Motherless. I don't know. Because it's Disney.
1: Ha
0: ha. But yeah, Norman gets super insulting towards Mary Jane. uh, Yeah. Good lord. And when she calls Harry on it, he's like, you don't know shit about dick.
1: Um, yeah, that was, well, I mean, he was upset because his dad was being a dick. But him taking it out on her was not cool.
0: Uh, and she apologizes to Aunt May and takes off.
1: I thought he did kind of defend her a little bit to his dad. Maybe just not loud enough for her to hear. I don't know. I mean, when it's your parent, what are you supposed to do?
0: (sighs) So now, uh, having made the connection and knowing that Spider-Man's not going to be on his side, the Goblin decides to go after the people Spider-Man cares about. Yeah. The first place he goes is to Aunt May's house. And he blows up the side of her, uh, her wall. Yep. Don't know why he didn't just straight up kill her.
1: Maybe he thought he did. I don't know. We didn't. They, they kind of skip over that. We don't see him do anything to her. We just see her in the hospital. Yeah. Maybe nobody wanted to see an old lady get beat up.
0: Probably not. Um, But we cut to Peter and Mary Jane in Aunt May's room. Aw. And they have a-
1: adorable little scene here. Super
0: tender moment where Peter tells her how awesome she is. Yeah,
1: in the most awkward way possible. In the
0: most awkward way possible. And she's touched and she reaches out and she touches her hand. And right about then, Harry walks in.
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: they yank back from each other
1: no no not they peter does she doesn't um she doesn't flinch at all
0: and probably if they hadn't recoiled from each other in that moment it wouldn't have looked uh suspicious
1: well i'm glad it looks suspicious then i don't like that guy
0: but because it looks suspicious harry goes home and tells his dad that uh peter and mary jane are in love with each other
1: yeah talk about insecurity Right, he didn't even talk to her first. Had no idea what was going on. Maybe she was just holding his hand to make him feel better about his aunt. Yeah. He just stomps off. Yeah. And then decides everything his dad ever said was right. Yeah. Way to go.
0: And then daddy's like, "Well, I know how to how to take advantage of this information," and he goes and kidnaps Mary Jane.
1: I'm upset that it's so easy to kidnap all these ladies.
0: Yeah. At least they have names. <laughs>
1: How does that make it better?
0: Listen, the the early comics sometimes a woman would be in eight or ten issues before we even found out her name.
1: What really? Yeah, oh yeah. What's that about?
0: Sexism. I I I mean, it is what it is. That's um. You, you got. You just got to acknowledge it and, and be better.
1: I mean, ten episodes or ten ten uh, magazines is a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: And they don't call them anything. Were they just, hey, babe?
0: The girl. Oh, the woman.
1: that's even worse.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sometimes they get titles. What do you mean yeah. titles? Um, like the receptionist or. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's. Well. It was a very slow start.
1: I can't say we're much better now, honestly.
0: We're a lot better now. You think but so? But we've still got some ways to go.
1: I'll be the judge of that.
0: So Mary Jane getting kidnapped uh, wakes up on top of a bridge, Dangling. almost falls oh, off.
1: yeah, she's on the um,
0: –
1: I did not enjoy this uh, scene. I, I just I had a flash to me being – you know, if you ever bet up on a tall space like that without any, like, safety bars, you feel like you're going to fall yeah. off, even if you're in the middle. It's like it doesn't matter how level the the platform is, it's definitely slanting to one side. My body cannot handle it. And it just tries to chuck itself off the side.
0: The the goblins causing chaos and wreaking havoc. He snatches a cable car off of, uh, off of a cable next to the bridge.
1: I don't understand what this guy's problem is. Roid rage. That's not a good excuse. Um, I mean, he wanted to kill the board. He killed the board. What's he still hanging out for? Well, he's, just, he's ass sore that Spider-Man won't be his friend sure <laughs> that is the worst excuse for destroying things and trying to kill children that I could think of
0: well and then that that leads to the choice right he's got Mary Jane dangling over one side of the bridge he's got the cable car dangled full of kids dangling off the other side and he's like you can't save them both
1: this might be the only time anybody
0: actually tried and then he lets go of both of
1: them yeah I mean, it didn't take him any more time to grab Mary Jane than it would have if he'd run and jumped off to grab that little trolley car thing. Saving both really wasn't extra work. Yeah. Big woo. Why? Okay, here's my question. I know because of story, but he could have just slowly loosed the cable, right? Yeah. Or, you know, controlled how long the web was and let them drop or at least got them close enough to the surface of the water that if he dude had forced him to let go, they would have had time to get out and knock yeah. around.
0: Yeah. So this is a, a pretty, a pretty tense scene. There's a trash barge coming to, to catch the cable car. Yeah. He's got Mary Dane. He's trying to get her to slide down to the car. And he's like, he's holding all of this up with one arm in uh, the other cable in the other arm.
1: Yeah. That's pretty strong. So he's, there's a lot of people on that trolley car.
0: There's a lot of super spider strength, right? And then meanwhile, the goblin is is doing uh, drive-bys <laughs> on him, or fly-bys on him, <laughs> right?
1: drive bys Oh, my um,
0: gosh. And this is pretty tense. And it looks like the goblins get the upper hand again. Until... Does it, though? It does. He's, he's going to end up winning. Uh, Spider-Man's either going to have to let go of the kids and now kill Mary Jane and the kids, or uh, the Goblin's going to get them both.
1: I would have just Spider-Web from other hand, wrapped it around her, and flung her onto the boat.
0: Yeah. um, he's
1: See, this is the problem with him being a teenage boy and trying to be a superhero. He's too dumb to think these things through. He
0: doesn't have the wisdom.
1: He has one plus one equals two, but he has no algebra.
0: But uh, he almost loses the fight until uh something that made you pretty happy
1: what i don't remember
0: the uh the gangs of new york show up on the bridge
1: (laughs) yes oh my god this was amazing oh my god dude says you mess with one of us you mess with all of us and the civilians start throwing shit at the green goblin yeah i that is such a new york thing to do and it was awesome i mean that was that was some new york attitude right there
0: that was absolutely new york attitude and place this in its time right this movie released
1: yeah that was a year after 9-11
0: this movie released in um may of 2002 which means it was probably written almost immediately after 9-11
1: yeah and absolutely after that, like everybody, but especially New York was very, very bonded with each other.
0: Yeah. So this yeah. This New York is one one team uh, really sold that scene.
1: Yeah, it did. That was that was great.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, um I wanted to mention because I had faced out a little bit, another snarky comment when um Osborn gets to Thanksgiving dinner. He says work was murder. And that was funny that literally he was trying to kill Spider-Man. And I need somebody to explain to me what this means. When he, when Osborn was talking to his son about his girlfriend says, do what you need to do with her. Then broom her fast. Broom like sweep.
0: Yeah. I don't know what that, what that is.
1: And that was the scene where Aunt May said, you're not Superman, you know? Yeah. I'm behind. Uh, My back still doesn't feel good. Uh, My brain's not working. But broom her? I don't, I've never heard that before. I don't, I guess that, I mean, from context clues, get your kicks and then kick her to the curb. Yeah. But yuck. But anyway, the people of New York are awesome. Um, And they throw shit at the Green Goblin, which was epic.
0: Yes. Which gives Spider-Man time to save the kids and Mary Jane. And then we go to, he and the Goblin end up in the abandoned building for the final boss fight. (sighs)
1: <sighs> yeah
0: and this is a pretty decent boss fight spider-man uh was getting the sh- not kicked out of him.
1: yeah this was not my favorite part though uh,
0: a hobgoblin bomb straight to the face uh blows off most of his mask just every time he goes to shoot a web he's getting he's getting stomped like this was a straight up ass whooping
1: yeah okay so Osborne. As he's about to finally get his ass beaten, yells out, Peter, it's me. Yes. And then says, I've been like a father to you. In what movie? What is he talking about? I
0: don't know. I
1: We've seen him talk to Peter twice. Yeah. And one now, of those times it was at Thanksgiving and he was all rude.
0: Let's be real. He was nicer to Peter than he was to his own son.
1: Yeah, but it was just such a strange line.
0: But it... It throws Spider-Man off his game long enough that Osborn activates the glider.
1: Yeah, because again, the problem with good guys is that um, they always want to be doing the good guy thing. So when he says, oh, it's me, don't hurt me, his instinct is to be nice. Yeah. Which is why he sucks. You have to shoot him in the fucking face.
0: Blades come out of the glider and Osborn triggers it to stab Spidey in the back. Thank goodness for his Peter singles.
1: Oh my God. Stop saying it. It's so uncomfortable to hear.
0: He jumps out of the way just in time and Osborne ends up skewering himself.
1: Ha ha. Karma. Instant. Instant karma. Okay, but don't tell Harry.
0: Don't tell Harry.
1: Don't tell Harry. I'm a piece of shit. He knows. <laughs> um, but, but that... Damn it. Fucking... Peter Daggum Parker takes Osborne back to his house all naked, yep. wrapped up in a blanket. So Harry comes out uh, or comes into the room thinking that Spider Man has killed his father. What did you do? Why would, what, dumbass? Maybe Spider Man is trying to save him. Why is, why?
0: Yeah, even if, okay. Let's say that, that Spider-Man had been able to slip this dying dude or probably already dead dude into his own bed, mm-hmm. right? And and Harry doesn't catch him in the act. He finds him the next morning with three friggin' stab wounds to the chest,
1: <laughs> naked
0: on his bed. Yeah. What the fuck does he he thinks what does he think the next logical leap there is? Somebody killed my daddy in his sleep?
1: I I don't know. I
0: But there's no blood on the bed?
1: Well that's a problem for the cops. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now Spider Man has to take the heat for uh his dad. Yep. Being dead.
0: You know Jana, Jonah's gonna pay for that friggin' article.
1: Yeah, I I just didn't like that. Peter was too nice because I would have I would've dropped dimes all over the place. I would've shown up and said, Harry, I found your dad. By the way, I'm Spider Man, and your dad's Green Goblin. Uh, you just have to know the truth and suck it up, buddy. It's not my fault. But Peter's too freaking nice for his own good.
0: But then we we end up at the uh, funeral for Mister Osborne.
1: Yep. So he's definitely dead. That's the confirmation there.
0: Most likely dead.
1: <laughs> well, he hopes so, anyway.
0: Uh, Harry, how
1: was he able to be killed so much if he had performance enhancing drugs? Shouldn't I, he have?
0: The glider was good.
1: He didn't he didn't have uh, a healing factor apparently or not anything. well he'll have to go back to the drawing board on that one
0: yeah maybe they should have gone back to formula
1: back to formula that's what he <laughs> said yeah
0: um Harry tells Peter that he's his only family now that gets undersold and then they go to Ben's graveside where Mary Jane cups comes, comes up on him and tells him that the only person she thought about the entire time she was about to die was Peter Peter freaking Parker.
1: Yeah. I don't know about that.
0: And then he friend zones the fuck out of her. After some smooching.
1: Yeah. Okay. Here's what bothers me. He, if if he can't date her now, does he, you think his dumbass realizes he's just decided to remain a virgin for the rest of his life? Because if he's ever going to have a girlfriend, now's the time to have the girlfriend. Yep. She's in danger. Anyway, if they remain friends, she's going to be in danger no matter what. He might as well be able to be in love with her. If it were me, I just wouldn't be Spider-Man anymore. He's finally, everything he's ever wanted is right in front of him. And there are no future enemies. He sees nothing in the future. There's no reason to not snatch her up right now.
0: Yeah, possibly. I'm in the middle of a comic, uh, where he just threw his spider suit in the trash can.
1: Well, that's a bad idea.
0: Yeah. Um, 1970, whatever, uh, there's plenty of Spider Man to come, so it probably doesn't take.
1: (laughs) I just don't understand. Like, if you're going to be a superhero and you're worried about your friends and your family and everything, you have to completely cut them off forever and never see them again. Because if you ever see them again,
0: you put them in danger.
1: You put them in danger. Yeah. So it's either or.
0: Yeah. Because,
1: and you know, he goes back and forth with her.
0: Yeah. Your secret identity. Never stays secret.
1: No, but he couldn't. You would have to be so careful.
0: No, and it's not even secret to Mary Jane because as he's walking away after friend zoning her, she touches her mouth like she's realizing that that kiss and the upside down kiss were very similar.
1: I don't think it's possible that she would have recognized that kiss from the right side up. (laughs) I just don't believe it. But here's the thing, though, if she'd been thinking about it, at all, Spider Man called her MJ. Yep. And then he called her Mary Jane. And then Spider Man and Peter Parker, both in the same hour, said the same thing to her early on. If she'd been paying any attention, she already knows.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Wait, why didn't he just go get one of those spiders, gets her bitten too, and now they're both superheroes? Boom, problem solved.
0: Spider Jane.
1: Spider Jane, Spider Jane, Spider Jane.
0: Does whatever Spider Jane does. Exactly. Uh, But we close with a voiceover where for the third time in the movie, we get told with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: After you're an adult.
0: (laughs) He's Uh, an adult now. He's graduated high school.
1: Somewhere. That is, that is not an adult make somewhere in here you holler shut up and fight someone because you got bored
0: oh some of those talking scenes were just too much
1: shut up and fight someone
0: now we talk about stacy's best part of the movie
1: best part of the movie well i like the snarky comments and the um breaking the fourth wall stuff like you're not superman you know
0: I don't think that's breaking the fourth wall. It
1: kind of, well, it's a little bit.
0: Just establishing Superman as Americana.
1: Well, I mean, it's, hmm. the CG was good. Okay. It's definitely the best cinematography so far, which is not hard to do. But you can tell they're like, okay, we're going to start taking this seriously. We made money doing this. But my favorite part was the New York people on the bridge. Okay. uh, Jumping in. Yeah. And you're right. Context is important. Right after 9-11, and those guys on flight ninety three, that were like, "Yeah, we're not going to be helping them with their plot, that stuff." Um, it 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 was very fitting. It yeah. was a good tribute to the New York people. I think they they weren't taking any crap. I liked it.
0: Yeah, it was good.
1: Well, worst part of the movie.
0: Tell me, Spider Man wasn't snarky enough. He was. He really wasn't.
1: It would have been over the top if he'd been any snarky. No,
0: it wouldn't have.
1: I think it would have as a person who's only watched the movies or one or one of the movies. I don't know how many, i When I we know. get
0: to the amazing Spider-Man movies, you'll see what I mean.
1: Which one are the amazing ones?
0: Andrew Garfield. The middle guy? Yes.
1: Yeah, I have absolutely no idea what any of those movies are at all. whatsoever. Okay. So I, that'll be a nice surprise.
0: I uh, I think that's the worst for me. Like he wasn't. He wasn't quippy and witty and just wise-ass enough. This was way too emo Spider-Man for me. Emo? Yeah, this was emo Spider-Man.
1: I don't think you know what emo means. Okay. He wasn't even remotely emo. He was wearing colors. He, didn't, he wasn't wearing any makeup. There was no grungy music. What are you talking about, emo? Okay. Good Lord, man.
0: All right. So here's where we put it on the Marvel list.
1: Above or below X-Men. Which is it?
0: Do you want me to pull up the Marvel list to tell you?
1: I don't need the Marvel. I don't need you to pull it up for me.
0: But we agree it's better than Blade.
1: Well, fuck yeah, it Blade is. 1. Yeah. Okay. Better than both of the Blade movies. Definitely better than Duck Tits. I'm trying to decide whether I think it's better than X-Men.
0: It made more money than X-Men.
1: That means nothing.
0: I agree. I I have a hard time here. I am, obviously, I am not impartial. The X-Men are my people.
1: Yeah.
0: The X-Men had a bigger cast. It had some, it had some what the fuck. Yeah. Throughout it. But I also think that uh, Wolverine and Rogue and even, and and Patrick Stewart. Uh, outshone.
1: Well, I mean, I guess it depends on your criteria. If you're talking about acting, I have to give it to X-Men. I mean, I will always be loyal to Patrick Stewart, no matter what.
0: Yeah, but that's it's not the most fair. I mean, it's our list. People can write to us and and argue with us, but this is our list. It is the Marvel list.
1: I... See, the problem is... I've seen the Peter Parker origin story. It seems like a gajillion times I've been complaining about and been aggravated about how many times they've redone it over and over and over again. It drives me crazy. So I've got a little bit of prejudice there. I, you know, I think I have to have Spider-Man be better than X-Men for one reason. Um, in the movie making realm, not the acting, but the, the, Computer graphics and the action sequences are better in Spider-Man than they were in X-Men. Because in X-Men, every time somebody got kicked across a room or thrown across a room, I practically saw the people behind the scenes pulling them on a rope. It was bad. Okay. Um, And they obviously spent a lot more time in the computer room um, making this look realistic. Will- and it was a little more um, irreverent. It was, and it was accurate to, you know, it was a teenage boy, and it was accurately a teenage boy. You know, he was awkward and uncomfortable and uh, and nerdy, and um, and his aunt and uncle were the appropriate ages, for Pete's sake. But I really, I have to fall back on the computer generation. If I'm watching a superhero movie, I want to believe superheroes are real. And I believed it in Spider Man, and I didn't really believe it in the X Men because, because of the the bad action sequences. Okay. And I like I said, if we're talking acting, I'm giving it to X Men because um, Wolverine and 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 Professor Xavier and Rogue and uh, oh gosh, what's her name? Mystique. No, no, not
0: Mystique. Storm.
1: Storm. We're all really good actors and they were all really believable and they, they weren't, yeah, they were good, but you got to tell me which one's more important.
0: Well, I mean, we just, we're deciding that. Well, I'm asking you what you think. I think that pacing X-Men was a better movie. At no point was I like, okay, Logan, stop talking and start punching.
1: Yeah. Well, I think part of that impatience, though, is you know the story inside and out. You've seen it and read it over and over and over again. It's like if I made you watch Indiana Jones again, you would be bored and you know exactly what's going to happen. And you're not going to rate it well.
0: Okay. I, for me, it's, it's almost a coin flip. And I know that I am prejudiced to prefer the X-Men. <laughs> I love Spider-Man. I I think he's a great superhero, but I am prejudiced to prefer the X Men. So I am. So how
1: are we going to determine?
0: I'm going to defer to you.
1: What?
0: If you want to put Spider Man above, with great
1: power comes great responsibility. Yes, so
0: don't abuse it.
1: I never abuse my power. (laughs) Spider Man is numero uno.
0: I'm I'm adding it to the Marvel list right now.
1: Ha e un.
0: We didn't talk about how Spider-Man works in a world with with the rest of the superheroes, but I think we've been struggling to make that happen anyway. So we're just going to pretend that well, I
1: mean section
0: it, doesn't exist because until, they don't until the movies start actually connecting.
1: Well, uh, yeah, you can't make a connection when there isn't one.
0: No, it's it's been forced.
1: I don't like that they brought... They've kept Spider-Man so separate so far that it they, they bugged the shit out of me when they brought Spider-Man into the X-Men movies.
0: They didn't bring Spider-Man into the X-Men movies. They brought him into the Avengers movies. Oh,
1: son of a bitch. Yes. Aren't those the X-Men in the... In, what? No. Hold on. Oh, my God. I'm getting confused. Something's wrong. X-Men is... Is Professor X. Yes. And the Avengers... Which are in the same universe. Yes.
0: Not in the movies, but in real in, in the comics, yes.
1: Oh, son of a bitch. Okay. Well, I don't live in the comics. Are they in the same universe or no?
0: Not in the movies.
1: Okay. Well, then, now I'm all confused. Because didn't they talk about bringing the X-Men in during, like, Civil War or something?
0: No. Um, no.
1: Are you sure? Yeah. Didn't they? Well... I mean, I'm I am the non expert here, clearly. Uh, but I swear to God, during the three seconds that I paid attention to that stupid Civil War movie, um, they called in some other superhero team.
0: There are plenty of other superhero teams by the time Civil War comes around. But that's that spoiler that's that's spoilers for this podcast <laughs> months and months and yeah, months.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does everybody's already seen those. Yeah, and if I, not, they'll forget by the time we get there, anyway. I was just—I mean, didn't did if they're not in the same universe, then what's? They will be. What do you mean they will be? They either are or they aren't.
0: So X Men is owned by Fox. Uh huh. Marvel is owned by Disney. Disney Fox is
1: owned by Disney. Bought also.
0: Fox, so now Disney owns the X Men, so they are going to. Bring mutants into the MCU. Additionally, with the most recent Spider-Man movie and the soon coming Dr. Strange movie, we are going to get the Sony Spider-Man and some of the other properties brought into the world.
1: What do you mean? You can't, you can't do that.
0: We talked about this a little bit, I believe during episode zero they are opening up the concept of the multiverse. They are taking all of the disconnected worlds and connecting them.
1: Okay. Well, uh, Toby Maguire's Spider-Man is already made and released. They yes. can't do anything to it. So they can't add it to the universe because it's already done.
0: They can add it after. It's called a retcon, babe. You can do whatever you want with a retcon. No,
1: if they retcon it, then that means they have to redo it.
0: Not necessarily. No,
1: I just watched that damn movie, and there aren't any other goddamn... There aren't any fucking mutants in it. <laughs> the the timeline <laughs> is pretty solid from where I'm sitting. Okay. Well, we'll see. I So help me God, don't make me regret this. I don't. So you're telling me that as of right now, and I don't give a crap about real-world buying crap, the X-Men and the Avengers are in two different universes.
0: The X-Men are in their own universe. The Avengers, the MCU, the, so the all of the Avenger stuff is in their universe. Spider-Man is his, in his own universe. Venom is in his own separate universe. Blade is in his own separate universe. Howard the Duck is in his own separate universe.
1: He's on his own fucking plane. Are you fucking telling me right now that this whole fucking time, all this bullshit. But Spider-Man is in the Avengers movie. Yes. They just walked over to his house and picked him up. They didn't travel to another universe.
0: That's the Peter Parker from that universe. I'm
1: going to kill you. No. No. He's either he's a Spider-Man in that universe. So if he's a Spider-Man in that universe, then that means he got bit by the ugly-ass spider in his universe. There is I
0: I don't care. (laughs) There is a universe where Peter Parker didn't get bit by the spider, Gwen Stacy did, and she became Spider Gwen.
1: That's in the comic books. We aren't getting into that stuff. It. You are adding too much information. These are these guys are all in their own universes. They don't know any except for I know. I saw stupid Spider Man with stupid Iron Man in that stupid movie. This is why I don't like this stuff.
0: It'll it will all make sense, and I will help guide you there.
1: No, there no because you're making me watch these old ones
0: because they're going to become important. No, they're not. Yeah,
1: not no, they're not because here's why. If they're going to, if Iron Man is going to drive over to New York and grab Peter Parker, who's been bitten by a damn spider and has his own story, and bring him into the um, Avengers, then that's a different Peter Parker we don't know anything about. That's not Tobey Maguire. That's a different dude. Okay. So the original movie doesn't mean jack shit. We'll they see. Ha- they have decided disi- no you can't we'll see <laughs> I'm I'm calling Tobey Maguire right now and asking him if he's going to be in a Spider-Man movie because if the answer is no then there's no we'll see about it okay what are they going to do re-release that exact same movie and have Iron Man dancing in the background
0: no they don't have to it's a retcon.
1: What do you mean?
0: Retroactive continuity. It's where you take the thing that already exists. No, and you I, know what you, around no it.
1: I know what that means. What I'm saying is they're not going to redo the fucking movie.
0: No, they don't have to.
1: What are they going to do? Just say, hey, remember that one time when your Uncle Ben no, got shot?
0: They're going to say, hey, that movie that you watched, that's in a parallel universe. It happened exactly as you remember. How are it.
1: they going to do that without... St- st- getting a narrator and staring you in the eye and saying strange i am going to hate every damn second of this aren't i
0: wanda maximoff who can create pocket universes and travel between them so
1: what are you telling me that they're what do you mean they they're not going to wanda is not going to jump universes and see toby Maguire on the sidewalk don't make that face at me because it's not going to happen okay it won't they're not going to waste the money okay they're not stephen king
0: maybe they're better than king no they're not
1: you know what you're the biggest you are almost stephen king's number one fan and he's now gonna hate your guts i'm gonna tell richard chismar about this so he can (laughs) listen to it and so he can tell still tell stephen that you said the mcu is better than him i'm tattling what What was that? The the microphone picked it up, but my ear didn't. What are we watching next week?
0: (laughs) Next week, from 2003, we have Daredevil
1: Oh,
0: with Ben Affleck.
1: I have not seen this movie, I don't think. Did you, like, really make fun of Ben Affleck being in this movie?
0: Okay, so I don't have a lot of history with Daredevil. I have now read some of his comics since I started reading from the beginning. Uh
1: huh. Well, all you need to know is he's blind, but he can see perfectly fine.
0: And he's a lawyer.
1: Yes, that's very important. I gathered that.
0: Um, I watched this movie probably two thousand three, two thousand four. I rem- watched his
1: movie in the middle of Iraq.
0: I remember, and that might be part of it. Maybe I got a bootleg copy in Iraq.
1: Ah, uh, you must have.
0: Um. I do not remember being overly pleased with this movie.
1: (laughs) Well, if it it was a bootleg in Iraq, then no wonder. Yeah. None of those ended up.
0: I remember Colin Farrell is
1: the
0: the main bad guy in this movie.
1: Yeah, I I don't think I've seen this. You made me watch like the first season of the, or like a couple of episodes of the Daredevil show. And I was out pretty quick.
0: I think that. Well, I mean, it, it's got D'Onofrio. I think that... Oh, does it? Yeah.
1: The, the oh, Daredevil oh, show. The, the show does.
0: Yeah. I don't think we gave those Netflix shows enough uh, credit.
1: Well, I mean, I'm just not...
0: We'll I see. I don't know. We'll get to I, it I eventually. I get
1: bored very easily. And if I get distracted and stop paying attention and then I don't know what's going on, I stop caring. I'm not very excited about a guy who's blind and his superpower is he can see anyway. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. He, at one point he was driving a car. He's not using echolocation to drive a car. (laughs) It makes no sense. Why can't he be disabled and be a hero that is disabled? Uh, Like, use the force.
0: Because 1960s.
1: But they have him seeing. He might as well just have eyeballs. Yeah. And if he did just have his sight, he wouldn't be super. What are his other
0: things? Most of the rest of his powers, so far as I know, uh, most of the rest of his powers are lots and lots of combat training. Like he's, like he doesn't so, have superpowers so much as so the echolocation, the, the super heightened senses. Um,
1: that is a, a prejudiced ableist trope. Sure. It is.
0: I I don't disagree with you.
1: So he's basically just you, only blind, only he can see.
0: Yeah. With some ninja training.
1: (sighs) Ninja training.
0: Yeah, sure. Why not ninja? Ninja covers everything.
1: That's cultural appropriation. Sure. I mean, I, I'm going to watch this, but I'm going to do it grudgingly.
0: Okay. All right. I
1: have a feeling that's how most of these are going to go at this from from this point on.
0: And with re- that ringing endorsement, uh, we'll yeah. see you next
1: week. No, we will not. Stop it. What do you mean with that ringing endorsement? Don't do that. I didn't like it. Okay, so next week, Daredevil, it's going to be great. Ben Affleck is amazing. I'm so excited.
0: We all are. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: all right. Thank you for listening. Uh, Like and subscribe. You can find us on Facebook at.
1: Uh, Marvel Movie Night.
0: And on Twitter at.
1: Yeah, that'd still be Marvel Movie Night.
0: And you can email us at. Uh,
1: That would be Marvel Movie Night podcast at gmail.com.
0: Right. And uh, if you have any opinions on where we rated this on the Marvel list, please send us some feedback.
1: And uh, while you're at it, go ahead and give us some uh, uh, reviews there on the uh, iTunes.
0: Yeah, the more you rate and review, the more other people can find us. Or
1: right. or you can tell them we suck and you shouldn't listen.
0: Yeah, don't do that.
1: Probably not. Not a good idea. <laughs> not for us anyway.
0: All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next next week on
1: Marvel Movie Night.